0: I was just very fearful of adulthood. I was very mm-hmm. fearful of like failing. I was very fearful of being like, "I know I got this and yeah. fail. Like, yeah, like when I went to speak at my first gig, I was like, "Okay, like you bet on yourself. What if you just mess up here
1: So the trade off was you took a year and yeah. it took a year to strategize, and so In order to then come to this place where you have the paid speaking gigs, what did you have to do in order to set that up?
0: Yeah, it was first faith. Like just like just knowing, okay, something's gonna happen. It's gonna work out. Like (laughs) I think one of the biggest things I tell people is you can't have all the answers. Like you're never gonna have all the answers. So you can't expect to just like, okay, I'm gonna just quit. And then it's just gonna like (laughs) everything's just gonna be there. I mean, some people never like that. So I had to have faith. And then I went and then I was just like, I'm gonna find a mentor. I'm going to get in these communities. And I found my mentor. And he's mm. like, You got to find the right one. But yes. I found one who sees himself in me. And he's like, Jamar, I got you. We're going through all this. Like, you're gonna, I'm gonna show you how to reach out to schools. I found them. You know, I found that I was on YouTube every day. Like, how do I make a website? Like, I'm going through it. I'm like, how to create, like, I was just so willing. You know, if you're gonna do something bold, you have to be bold about actually trying to do it too.
1: Absolutely. So
0: it was just constant YouTube, constant mentorship, constant um networking. Like, for, yeah. for when I had my first gig. Luckily, I stayed in contact with somebody that I met playing baseball when I was a little kid. And then we stayed in contact. And now me and him partners. He comes in videos, me speaking. Now I can market my speaking to other people. You know, a lot of things came from me just putting my best foot forward. And then it just lines up sometimes. So I never like halfway did anything. And I got that from my dad. He's like, never <laughs> did so I constantly was just disciplined and it eventually came through.
1: So talk to me about your mom and your dad.
0: Yeah, um I always tell people my mom and dad are opposite. So like my mom is <laughs> like sometimes I'm like how is this even working? <laughs> um so like I get my discipline and like my hard work ethic, um my willingness to figure things out from my dad. My dad if had a geometry problem I didn't know, he would stay up all night and figure it out. Hmm. He was he was accountable. He was if he says he was going to do something, you can bet he's going to do it. I got that from my dad. But then when you see Jamar just doing whatever he wants, being himself and just being goofy, mom. <laughs>
1: my
0: mom is the one around the house dancing, do whatever she wants, <laughs> saying something crazy out of her mouth. I'm like, what are you talking about, mom? And so I'm a merge of those two people and the love from them, the support from them. And like, even when they don't understand me, like they didn't understand the podcast. But like, okay, but we're going to buy you your first camera. Like, it was like, I had that like I'm gonna love you even when I don't even understand you Jamal <laughs> like that's the stuff I look at like I'm so lucky to have that and so like mm-hmm. I was like I'm gonna go even harder for my mission you know right. so my parents were the best were they perfect no but they were the best my whole life and still are
1: so what's been the greatest challenge that you've had uh in your short life that you've lived
0: mm, greatest challenge it's a hard one it was it's been a lot of challenge, and I'm telling you, I've had I have had moments where I didn't know if I was going to live. I've had those moments. Um, but the hardest moment, the hardest moment was deciding to come home. Like it was, like it was. I'm gonna go home and live with my parents. And that's probably me. I'm dead. Like that moment was so hard because um, it was like I felt my whole life was preparing me for this decision that was so hard. Um, I was at the job that I like I was in a city that I loved. I love D.C. Um, I love where I was but it was like the most, like, I think there's moments in life and I've had about like four of them yeah. where it's just so uncomfortable decisions. Like mm-hmm. you just like really, like, you know, the one that's going to be comfortable, you know, what's going to happen, Yeah. but it's the ability to be like, I don't really know, but my heart is telling me. Yeah. And then like dealing with that decision. Like, I remember like my dad was like, you know, you're going to have to pack up all your stuff and figure out a way to get here. I'm like, I know. Like it's th- those hard decisions where you just like, you feel like your soul is telling you that's, I just remember crying the whole day. Like. Oh my goodness. Did I make a mistake? But I was like, I know Mm -hmm. that was like, and I've dealt with some stuff. stuff, That that was hard.
1: So what made it hard to come back home? Like it didn't, it sounds like you have great parents that they're very supportive of you. Like, it sounds like they also hold you, you know, to that structure um, to support you with your success. But why was it, why did you kind of interpret it as hard?
0: Yeah. So like, I think I just remember being like a little kid. And mm.
1: I'm, like,
0: I'm like, when I'm like done with college and like, or I'm done with high school, my parents are just gonna kick me out. Like, am I just gonna have to like get a house? Like, how's that gonna work? I just remember that fear in my entire life. Like, how's that gonna work? Like, what if I don't get a job right away? Am I just gonna be on the streets? I used to think like that. I'm telling you, I used to think like that. And so then when college like got closer and closer, I'm like, yo, like, bills and stuff like it's just scary and then like while I said like my parents support me even when they don't understand me when I was going through this season they're like Jamar you need to keep that job and just continue doing that (laughs) like I had everybody in my ear telling me and I had to build up the the will to trust my heart over all these people that I believe are wise like I had my grandmother talking to me my dad my mom like Jamar don't like my dad was like you can come home but I highly suggest you don't come home. Like those were the conversations I was having. And it almost felt like, hate. but they're just wanting the best for me. And so it's like, I was just very fearful of adulthood. I was very Mm. fearful of like failing. I was very fearful of being like, I know I got this and failed. Like like, when I went to speak at my first gig, I was like, okay, like you bet on yourself. What if you just mess up here? Mm. You know? So it was like, it was a real, and my dad was always, he would always tell me life isn't fair. And so while my intentions can be right, while I can really try my hardest, it could just not work. Yeah. And that was my fear. I was like, I could just mess up. But then I was like, what's the worst that could really happen? Right. What's the worst that could really happen? And that's what helped me. But it was it was scary because I was the only one who knew my vision. And I tell people, you got to be got to be comfortable knowing nobody's going to see your vision.
1: Yeah.
0: So I saw my vision and I was willing to go against everybody who didn't see it, even if, you know.
1: Wonderful. So achieving your dreams will take hard work, determination, that mental fortitude, and, um, you know, just wellness overall. Mm -hmm. And so it it sounds like you made a very brave decision that was a requirement for the next stages to begin. Yeah. So... What are some of the ways in which you would suggest for those who are going to follow their passions to build their mental fortitude or mental strength, and then also hone the vision uh, so that at least they know it and can pursue it, even if others can't?
0: Yeah, it's tough. Um, It's like really being present in the good and the bad moments, like, Mm like in the good moments where I'm feeling like, I got this, write that thing down. So when you're in the bad moments, you're like, yo, I was feeling amazing here. <laughs> right. Um, it's, it's really capturing those because when you're in those bad moments, it can feel like that's it. Like, I am horrible. I can't do this. And then also realizing like, Every single time I like, and this is where I'm like so thankful of those horrible moments where I thought like I don't even know how I'm gonna continue the next ten seconds. Right. It's like, um, like now I'm in these moments. So I'm like, like I'll start a day off bad, right? Yeah. Like, I'll start a day off horrible. Even when I was like, I'm gonna do this today, and I'm like, today is an opportunity. Today is a character building day. Today's mm. opportunity. So like, mm. whether it's the good or the bad, start viewing everything as a as a as a path to growth.
1: Mm. And so
0: if like for example, I don't even. When people are like, tomorrow, where do you see yourself in five years? What's your goal this year? I'm like, whatever is meant to be. Because like, <laughs> if I'm going for something and yeah. it doesn't happen, I'm like, beautiful. Because now that's preparing me for something down the line. Like, yes. I started working on social media and learned how to do it. And I failed so many times. And then it took three years of learning that I started this other page that's kind of blow up now. Like, there's so many times that have happened in my life where I'm like, I really want this. Why isn't this coming? Yeah. But life's saying there's something later. Yeah. It's trust. yeah. So it's like it's I'm big on trusting the process, patience, because there's always a bigger purpose to whatever you're going through. And so when I was in that moment and I was like trying to decide and I was like, why is this got to be so hard? It's So when you get home, you go hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so there's just remember, there's always a purpose to everything. So whatever you're going through, whether it's the worst of worst, there's going to be a day where you're like, I'm glad I went through that. So just having that understanding at all times will be like it'll be almost 98 percent of the mental fortitude you need to keep going.
1: Uh, Yeah, there's a book um, I read not too long ago. It's called Happier Than God. Mm -hmm. And um, the preface is really um, that eventually you come to that awakened experience where you recognize that there are laws that we're all governed by, spiritual laws that we're governed by. Uh, And one of the things he talks about is that the first thing towards, you know, um, seeing it through to a vision is to create that vision. Mm -hmm. But then he talks about the fact that the next thing that you're going to see is the opposite of what you want right mm-hmm. and in those moments what yep. you want to pay attention to is the fact that this is a bit of a healing process it's going to show you the things that you fear those negative beliefs those negative thoughts that you have housed within you so mm-hmm. when you see the opposite of what you want it's an op- it's an opportunity to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to shed some of this stuff that's actually pre- preventing the thing that I want from coming. And sometimes that also means learning new things uh, as well. And then once you've dealt with what's called the resistance uh, mm-hmm. to pursuing the vision, then you move and what you notice is that the vision comes in, but you must be willing to actually undertake the process of shifting yourself so that the resistance uh, doesn't remain, because whatever you whatever you hold on to, it, the resistance just keeps coming, mm-hmm. right? But as soon as you shed it, uh, then then it's gone. It's gone.